Now what? Now what? You have beef with me being hot as oh, shit. No, your dick's I, hard, and you can't stand that your dick's hard. Okay, you're really gonna get us demonetized right out of the gate. Is that how it happens? No one's ever told me how it happens. <laughs> well, first, whoop, and then whoop, and then you're pregnant. This is confusing. Did it that felt feel more, like a threat? It felt more like that's going to get us demonetized than me asking if I'm. You're the one hard. that keeps asking if I'm hard because of you. So. Because you're like, I got a problem with it. And it's like, is your problem your hard dick? <laughs> because you look so sickening? Mm hmm. Yes, mama. It's a lot for the Monday morning. I feel it. No, I love it. And you know what? That's what you were going to wear to Taylor Swift, right? Mm -hmm. But then you you had to calm down because all my clothes were in the wash. I wanted to match your vibe because I'm a good friend. The fanciest thing I own is like a puffer jacket, which you're offended by, which we've already gone over. We don't have to <laughs> dig up old holes. And then, you know, like in retro, I do wish both of us had worn our puffers to Vegas because we were so cold all weekend with nothing to wear. Lizzie's also screaming like, I gotta get this over with. Start rolling. Roll sound. Roll camera. And I was like, she's screaming. She has a headache. I do. And I go, my eyes are exhausted. When I have a headache, I can't be screaming like that. I can't can't be acting a fool like you just were i wouldn't say i was acting a fool but hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the sip i'm ryland adams joined by my co-host lizzie gordon <laughs> hello hello everybody and welcome to the show <laughs> i don't know maybe i'm being a bitch because we're blowing up on tiktok wait what <laughs> our tiktok is a our big deal oh my god I forgot we made a TikTok. I didn't know it posted. We made a TikTok. <laughs> we <laughs> You're we kidding me. No, if I'm you're not kidding you. If it has 100,000 views or less, I don't want to hear about it. Oh. Really? That's it for So you? it doesn't have 100. So we're I, not viral. No, we're viral. <laughs> wow, we flopped. We're no, in flop No, I felt era. viral. This is my <laughs> TikTok, Chris. Do you see oh, it? Oh, read oh, it aloud. No, no, Chris, look. It's at user 86119220513301. No huh. profile picture. Oh my gosh, though. For an account with like that had nothing with... <laughs> Numbers as your username, ten thousand views is a lot. People love you. What do they this want? Like, you what on TikTok? Yeah, <sighs> literally. Every... You know what? You can't do this with me. You can't flirt with me about TikTok. Like, oh, you're popping <laughs> off on TikTok because then I'm gonna like have a romantic relationship with TikTok and then break up, and you're gonna. I have know. To hear I all can't about hear about, about it anymore. You're right. Forget I said anything. Read me some of the comments though. <laughs> I can't. You have, your internet sucks on my phone. What? Yeah. You don't have comments on here. I do, but the internet sucks here. You. Oh on your gosh. compound who is that but you're getting instagram notifications tell me how that works tiktok <laughs> oh my god i'm so burpy oh my gosh was not expecting ryland <laughs> i mean it is it's kind of like a plot twist to have the two of us on like a eight seven six five four three two eight username <laughs> also i didn't even think it posted i was like oh when we were in the airport i was like oh it disappeared so we did as we were coming home we were like you know what us going to vegas on a whim we learned a lot <laughs> that you need to know before you go to hold on before you go to Taylor Swift's Eras tour and I was like you know we need to make an informational video about this so the girlies know what to do and so li Lizzie literally titled it everything you need to know before going to the Eras tour and then literally one of the first comments is I've gained no knowledge from this that's what I was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> You can't bring your vlog camera in you and show up at 7.55. You know what's devastating? I've seen a lot of other girls going to Taylor on the day, trying to get cheaper tickets on the day, like how we did it. Uh -huh. And they're they're coming up short. <laughs> Sorry. This post-nasal drip boy. <sighs> yeah, you know, it's one after another for me in 2023. Yeah, you're just getting I, knocked I down. back out in for a month. And now I was like, oh better for two weekends i go to colorado i go to vegas and now i'm back down again yeah but it's fine and i've got this headache you've got this post nasal drip i got this headache what's going on with us joe and james made me work all weekend and it was really lame <laughs> and i'm tired and i'm overworked what did they make you do um i'm helping them with their production so that i had they ha i was helping them with the production all day i'm helping them again today and Okay. Our house has turned into a production headquarters. So there's pop-up tents in the backyard and people coming in and out and work tables everywhere. Because they're making a movie. Oh, yeah. I thought I already said that. Oh. I said I'm helping them with their movie. I thought that implied it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just trying not to have a cough attack. I'm having one of those things like where you talk, you cough. And listen, <clears throat> I told everyone they don't have to show up today. I went to urgent care as well. Yeah. And I got tested for cold, flu, strep, bronchitis, COVID. He was like, nothing, bro. 
And I was like, you can't give me anything. He's like, nothing, bro. Just take some nice he tea. He said, bro? He talked to you like that? <laughs> no, but in my head, like, that's what right. was happening. Just wondering. You got to make something exciting after you're robbed at urgent care. I spent over $300 for all these tests to, like, ensure that I could maybe be around people, which, like, should I be around people? It was up <laughs> to you guys. Even if well, I think it's a questionable thing. <laughs> no, but, like... Normally when I'm sick, I lose all motivation to do anything. Yeah. Like I can't exist as a human and my energy levels are still high. I just have all this sinus shit going on. And I think like going to different climates like Colorado, Vegas, here. Yeah. And it's been like wilding out and everything's blooming. Yeah. It's just like I'm back in my post nasal drip era. Ooh. So <laughs> I have a question. No. Is this eras thing? <laughs> yeah. Like part of eras. But was it It predates popular? era. It does predate yeah. eras. So Taylor Swift jumped on a bandwagon? Um Maybe, but it's also just the what the word era means. Right, but like... So the eras tour are all of her eras. So how long have people been saying, like, I'm in my sick era? Um, Like, is that Maybe like news? a year. Oh, wow. Maybe nine months I've arrived. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got to wait for it to come on Instagram reels, and then he'll, Did he'll you know. In another life. In you're, another You're life. in your pop star era. I got a doppelganger submission for you. What? It's crazy. Tell me more. You might have serious FOMO that you're not actually her unless you are. Who is it? I don't know. So this person what do you emailed mean? contact the sip at gmail.com. Yeah. And we do doppelgangers a lot. Oh my gosh, don't look. That does not look like me. Yes, at all. it does. Oh my god, it looks so much like you. You're out okay, of your so this person mind. said, I was shuffling songs on Spotify and came across this artist called Lily Is That You, which I'm gonna say Lizzie, is that you? Can you please look at this photo and tell me it isn't her? Lizzie's in her pop star era, and I support this wholeheartedly. Okay, let me show Chris first, because I feel like you're already being a hater. If she was wearing this outfit, tell me that's not Lizzie. I mean, I definitely... I wish I had hated. Chris's reaction, because it was, like, <laughs> shook beyond belief. This is the best doppelganger of all time. When do I get to see this? Right now. No, she's way cuter yeah. than me. No, Lizzie, no. Literally, if I styled you in this same outfit... You got me a rhinoplasty. I'm her. Have you seen what's going on with this buckle fat removal? Buccal? Buckle? I call buckle? it buckle. I don't I know. hate think it's awful. I think it's a travesty that people are doing it's this. It's irreversible. Shut up and it's hideous. I just think all of these celebrities looking think like hot squidward. By the time they're over it, there will be a solution. But I feel like at least the injectables, you can hopefully dissolve some of them. Yeah. But it's wild. Like, first was Ozempic. All these celebrities are wiling out on Ozempic. Also, I feel like Ozemp like some of these bodies aren't meant to be that thin. And then we got some bulbous heads out in these streets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, some bodies are meant to have a little bit of... <clears throat> Sorry. Yes. Flesh, you know? Yes. Flesh and muscle and fat. It's supposed to be, like, stuff on top of bones. And Ozempic is taking away everything and leaving you a bag of bones well, with some weird skeletal noggins. But even with you, like, uh, uh, our first... So, like, actually what inspired the segment advice, though, uh, popped up for me because I was, like, searching for something the other day. And I sent it to you and you were, we were like, wow, I was so skinny. And I was like, honestly, you look so much better now. Oh, yeah. I wasn't saying it like a longing for it but i'm just looking at like wow i was so skinny. but i'm just saying as yeah. an example you were just saying like some people are meant to have and it's not like you're not big by any means but i think like with a tiny bit more yeah it's hot more it's like yeah, yeah. you you look it's more, like you and your peach booty like mm. i might have taken a bath and watched your vlog last night <laughs> that might have been something i did because <laughs> i'm upset with you i didn't finish your vlog <laughs> uh -oh. I was texting you up the ass the other day about your baby names. You missed the tease for the next episode, which is us going to Vegas. You bitch. Um, well, that's I'm not upset about that. Okay. I am upset about the fact that you and you just did it again. You just hard left it in the middle of a conversation to be asking what your baby <laughs> names are. What are you hiding? I not I, I have this weird thing. And did she, you reveal your baby names on this vlog? Yes. I, you didn't even get to that. No, because I was mad when I realized what was happening. I was like, this bitch. I was texting him. Chris, I was texting him. I said, what are your baby names? He said, some things are for me. <gasps> something like that. <laughs> something like, I don't have, not for you to know right now. Like oh this God. is, I'm playing this close to the chest. I kept just like changing the subject and she kept circling it back to that. But here's the thing. I don't want to reveal that on text and I barely want to reveal it. But he wants it. to reveal it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> no, Shane. To everyone but me. Shane's the... <laughs> You're included if you would watch. What are the names? Is it my name? No. Should I have finished oh it? Gosh. I just got irate and I was like, done. <laughs> done with this vlog. He gets no more view. Uh-oh. What? A loogie. What? 
It's don't, declared I'll in D. I'll throw up. No. Okay, yeah, don't I even won't. make that noise on mic again. I will I fucking throw up. It's declared in D. It clumps it all together. And don't talk it about it like that. Listen. A couple seasons ago, I also had this post-nasal drip. We all remember. And it was in the height of COVID. And every day I was like, I'm giving everyone COVID. But I went to the doctor 800 times and it was post-nasal drip. And I have all the same symptoms. So just let me post-nasal drip. I need you to cool on it for a second because I can feel my vomit rising. Okay. I love that I'm just looking at pop star Lizzie while we're having these conversations. Um, Okay. So. Everything everywhere all at once, Lizzie. Yeah. Shane is that of you and likes to talk about baby names all day, every day. And mm-hmm. I'm like, can't we just like, it's a vulnerable thing for me because I feel like choosing someone's name is such a big decision. Yeah. And so if you don't like That's it. That's why I'm taking the pressure off. I don't want to just like throw it out in a text. I, I would wanna, never like, tell you I didn't like it, by the way. I know, but like, I would rather see your reaction in person. And I will fake it like, no matter what. Texting, no matter what, you're going to think I love it. <laughs> How's that for a comfort zone? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But that's why I didn't tell you because I would rather tell you in person than give you a text message because I want to like, I don't know. It's very vulnerable for me for I some reason. It. And for some reason, like because my head hurts and I'm like overworked at this point, I'm feeling like being just an awful bitch. And I want to make jokes right now, but I'm worried that it's going to stick in some of my friends' heads that watch this show and I don't want to be held responsible for it in real life. <laughs> okay, but then after that, Lizzie told me what like her she's seriously considering for her baby name and I was like, all pressure's off. I can text her any baby name that yeah. I have. Roy. I mean, and Roy's fine. <laughs> no, I, I, like, it's it's good. Because it doesn't fucking matter. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck it. Name him Roy. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> and it's growing on me. I like I did Roy realize I can't call. I don't think I can call him Roy because I've made this joke so many times. But I think that Joe's brother, Joe's dad's brother is maybe named Roy. Who cares? Well, I've made so many jokes about it at this point that it's like pretty harsh <laughs> for it to be a living relative's name, too. <laughs> like, like, Who cares? Fuck it. Name him Roy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I do think it's funny. Roy Henderson. <laughs> Roy Henderson, I'm okay. And isn't Henderson what you got from Vegas? Uh, like, well, literally. not like a disease. It's a place we went to in Vegas. <laughs> Felt like it did. No, I'm kidding. Henderson was gorgeous. We kept going to the Best Buy in Henderson in Vegas. If you haven't been to the Best Buy in Henderson, Las Vegas, you are not living. Uh, no, you're not. It was actually a beautiful Best Buy. Maybe it's nice like one. top five I've ever been to. It was well stocked. Um, so do you want another baby names? Of course you're I do. You're over it. Of course I do. Or should I make them watch my vlog? Oh my God, tell me. Okay. So for a boy, uh-huh. we're thinking Parker. But this is only if we don't live in Colorado. Okay. Because that'd be like a little weird. You yeah. Know? But, or wait, 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 wait. No, that's the girl's name. Okay. Wait, am I right? Yeah, I the girl know. is Parker. I mean, it's an, you can go either way with Parker. I know, but it's the girl. And the boy's Jet. I love. Both of those could swing either way. And I'm teetering way. on like, is it Jetson and Jet for sure? Or is it just Jet and you stop at the T? I like Jet. I think it's cool. So it'd be Jet and Parker, our little twin, boy-girl Aww. twins running around. I like those. And you're going to have boy-girl twins? I mean... Did you drop a girl and first, a boy our pregnancy has to take. Second, both the embryos would have to take. But you dropped a boy and a girl embryo? Your well, plan is to drop a boy to and a girl embryo? Yes, very soon, in Aww. like a matter of days. I know. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Jet? The surrogate was sending I'm us... I'm sorry. I've already forgotten mm-hmm. Parker. Mm-hmm. I already forgot. I was going to yeah. say Jet and Royson. <laughs> my, my head hurts so bad i love those names did you not take advil no of course I this didn't. is the version of you you're giving me i know it's awful <laughs> it is nice that do my like... eyes look awful no because they're killing me they're like i don't understand what you mean by that they just are like killing they're me. so tired that they're yeah. closing on you no like they burn and ache because huh. I... I was staring at a computer screen for like 48 hours you're editing yeah our Taylor Swift vlog, your Vegas vlog. What just happened to you? <laughs> well, you were telling me you can't title it. Anything oh yeah, Taylor people Swift. didn't want to watch my Taylor Swift vlog where I didn't go to Taylor Swift. <laughs> I just titled my vlog "Opening Night of Taylor Swift." Like I didn't go, guys. Like I'm not that. I, I mean, didn't but go. You did then go? But, but I did then go. She was saying like everyone, <laughs> everyone's upset because it's like, oh, if I watch, or, I can't FOMO, click on Like it. I can't watch this girl. And like, you know what? Thank God Taylor Swift wasn't in a place where people I follow are this weekend because I honestly can't take it either. You know, oh, it's yeah. like when she's in Vegas or Arizona or L.A., it's like everyone from L.A. goes there that I know. And I'm just like, I can't I have to shut off Instagram. We should go, right? <laughs> and that's what I said to Lizzie. After we went to Vegas, I was like, should we just say fuck it and go this weekend, too? Do you know what happened, Chris? 
Chris still doesn't know what happened. So on Saturday, last Saturday, at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I'm dead asleep on the couch. This bitch texts me pictures of open tickets. We gave the play-by-play already. I know, but he doesn't know. Okay, so we just went to Vegas. He texts me at 3 p.m. to go to a show that starts at 6, and we made it. And then oh there were no God. flights back on Sunday, so, so we, we just had stayed. to stay. Oh my God, <laughs> and all so we stressful. did, and all we did was go to fucking Best Buy and Target. That's hey, all we did. We in went to the buffet, and we hit a buffet <laughs> at the win, and it was delicious. It was. It was a great buffet. Was the show amazing? <laughs> oh it my was God, so good. I'm going again in August, and I've got to go again too. Oh so really? Yeah, I've got to. Who are you going to take? It's going to be one of your family members, isn't it? You bastards! <laughs> you already have tickets. You've I don't care. The bag. This is our thing now. <laughs> Except for when I go in August with someone else. <laughs> I had something to say until you so rudely interrupted. Oh, me. what were you going to say? Do you miss us being on the floor in Vegas? Of course I do. I tried to grab, drag your ass to Hawaii. <sighs> Did I not te- te- like email you or text you or whatever you multiple times saying, can I just plan this trip to Hawaii and let you know the day before? Cause yeah. you don't like planning. Right. And you just left me on red there too, which I know in Ryland means no, it means no. It means wait for it till I answer you on my vlog later. <laughs> okay. What else do you have to tell me about this weekend? What do I have to tell you about? Mm-hmm. Oh, you accidentally did what? Oh, I accidentally <laughs> called the police this morning. This what? morning? Yeah. This a.m.? Yeah, that this... was stressful. <laughs> that was a lot. It was a lot to deal with very mm-hmm. early in the morning. What? How do you accidentally do that? So I'm watching a video in the shower because I'm codependent with my phone. I'm phone dependent. So what do you I'm, do? Do you like I'm put it in a plastic turn... bag? No, it's waterproof, dude. I just have it in the shower. I'll even t- t- be on the phone in the shower all the time. <laughs> so I turn the volume up on my phone, but I'm like wet and like can't see. So I'm accidentally just hitting this button Girl, you over and over. You need to get over. some contacts. It's concerning. You don't shower with your contacts in. No matter what, they wouldn't have helped me. Yes, do you? I do. What? I put my contacts in to shower. What? Like before I shower, I put my contacts in. I don't think I know anything about contacts, but I also think it's safe to say that I'm way too sensitive for contacts. Yeah, but you walk into a place and you can't see a person because you don't see. (laughs) (laughs) They have a house guest right now. And because I wasn't wearing my glasses from across the room, I thought it was Ryland. (laughs) And then he went, oh, you're not Ryland. And I... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay um anyway you hit this button five times in a row and it calls the cops what <laughs> yeah. so, Wait, you're to turn up the volume. so you're online with I'm butt ass naked watching some fucking news show on my phone fucking call the cops on myself like <laughs> and you would like in my mind i was like oh that's genius like if you're being kidnapped you just go tick 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 well, first you have to know about the feature. It's like they haven't promoted it to Well, anyone. that's why I'm sharing it right now. It okay. feels like I can be helpful after I've called the police. Thank God we're saving the world. I am. I've got multiple things to save the world today, by the way. I'm on some I'm on some philanthropic shit. Okay, so you're watching some conspiracy theories on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, they're like, 911, no. how can I help you? And you're like, God? No, literally, though, but it doesn't do that. The thing that's a bummer is, like, if you are being kidnapped and you're trying to use this as, like, a sly fucking, like, you don't know, but the cops are on their way. It's not that. Because it, it goes eh, eh, like an amber alert. Eh. Okay, that's enough of that. I get to keep going. I know you could. <laughs> okay, with a headache. By the way, <laughs> this is how I know you're a liar. Like I could never with a headache. Oh, well, it hurts. But I, you know, what am, what else am I supposed to do? <laughs> End it all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 So, so what, yeah. So then what? If you're trying to make a loud call to the police. <laughs> You go keep, ahead and five times on this little motherfucker and then an, uh, an alert will sound your phone will vibrate and the kidnappers will maybe you, throw you out of the car you keep giving me blue balls what happens after the it's a it just starts flashing emergency sos we're calling the police and then it rings and then the police answer and then i was like bah! click <laughs> but the weird thing is when i had a landline if you called the cops in the 90s they would answer immediately and uh if you hang up they call you back and this morning i hang up and they didn't call me back. <laughs> and I just feel like, like she's not fine. so not so just safe. Just another murder you know? by the husband. And le- right, let honestly, the court figure it out for oh. real. And then let him go. <laughs> but it, the, I also noticed this when I called the police uh, in an emergency situation one time. They like didn't answer. Like I was like on hold for minutes. That happened to me too. And I'm just like, what is wrong with the world, Mama? A lot. That's why we're people here living like they ain't got the no mamas. So, what's your other savior tip today? We'll get to it. It's on the or unless you deleted it. Okay. I mean, I delete some things. I took. We'll figure it out. Oh, 
Okay, you had beef with me. I have beef with you. Oh my! Did God. you get my coins back? <laughs> Your coins? All my coins. Okay, Spirit Airlines. Oh no, Chris. Chris. Vegas, Chris. Oh no. You didn't answer his call. I was hiking with someone and I couldn't have that conversation in front of them. <laughs> you couldn't have a shaky voice confrontation in front of them? Do you really want to bring Grow this? Grow some balls. Do you really want to bring this yeah, to the pod? Yeah, go for it. I don't You care. really want to bring this to the I pod? Was fine. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Baby, I love you. As your best friend, I don't think we should shed light on this on the did pod. Did we not talk about this last <laughs> No. <laughs> Maybe we did. I don't know. That was a fever dream. I'm still recovering. Did you see how awful I looked this week? This last week? <laughs> I was looking mess, Chris. Anyway, yeah, no, I didn't do any of those things. I should add that to my to-do I list. I cannot believe you didn't answer. They're never going to get back to you now. They're I took like, a screen grab of it. I have the number. I can call them back. I know, but they're like going to be like, too far, too gone. Like, you want your $100 back? No way. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing some Karen shit in Vegas for he sure. Was doing some, he was on some Karen sure. shit. Was, I was scared, Chris. Principal. I was, and then that started a fight with my family. Because I was telling Joe about it because I thought it was so funny. Well, Lizzie did say after I was stern, <laughs> she said, wow, I want to have your babies. Well, just the way that I had to do like, okay. Just the way I stood up for myself. In case we didn't talk about it last week. We were robbed in Vegas. <laughs> By the housekeepers. By the housekeepers. But not because of the housekeepers, because of the hotel. No. They, no, they checked us out and the hotel. I mean, listen, if I was housekeeping and somebody left all their chargers, I'm going to take them too. It's like, they're not coming back to Vegas, but so, we hadn't left. But they didn't know that because nothing had been handled appropriately on any party's part. The bottom line is. We can he, all admit where we're wrong in this. <laughs> he's so pissed. We're missing. He's so pissed about it's what the, the principal <laughs> getting toiletries in Vegas. Wait, 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 wait! Don't jump! Don't jump the story. <laughs> so we. He's so pissed. Like the head of security comes to our room <laughs> to file a complaint for us, and Ryland starts the story at 48 hours previous when he decides to just get on a plane and go to Vegas with nothing. <laughs> He goes, so it's Saturday. I want to see Vegas. My husband says, call Lizzie. I had a we captive audience. The- <laughs> you didn't think wait, I was going to do a set? Wait, wait. This guy goes, hold on, sir. I'm going to interrupt you because I need to know what's missing. And he goes, Riley goes, I feel like you don't believe me and you're poking holes in my story. And I'm just trying to tell you what happened. And he goes, no, 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 sir. It's not that I don't believe you. And it's not that I'm poking holes in your story and I don't care. It's just, I need to know what was taken. Like, was it a very valuable object? Do I need to have security closing off the doors, all the entrances to the casino? And I was like, no, thank God my golden keys were returned. (laughs) He goes like, was it a Rolex? Was it something expensive? (laughs) It was a travel size bottle of Cetaphil. But it's not the items that are missing that matters. It's the amount of time it took to accumulate them. (laughs) That's crazy. I'm going to take the hit here, but this story is layered and just know that. (laughs) Five o'clock in the morning, I wake up to go pee and he's like on his phone spiraling. He's like, I don't think that guy got the best side of me. (laughs) And then I get you said, Congress. All day, we just kept being like, someone tell Chris, we're so sorry. We're so sorry. But I do think that they should reimburse us. Okay. Okay. Anyway, they finally called me back about the complaint while I was hiking with someone else, and I didn't have it in me to have that conversation in front of another adult. Well, what was crazy is like Lizzie booked the first night, and so the room was under her name. So then when he called, uh, like, the higher up manager, he. I start like going in on it and she's like, sir, your name's not on the room. I can't talk to you. And oh, she's yeah. like, I have to talk to Lizzie. So that's why I passed the phone to Lizzie. But here's she's the like, deal. I'm a good friend. And if my friend is riding hard, I'm going to ride hard with them. I'm going to match their energy hundred percent of the and time. And you really tried to do the damn And I thing. really did. I was like, listen about this. Um, we, here's where, here's where I feel we, there were, I was, we were told something would have been executed. And then we were told it had on your end, not been done. So, We were duped, okay? And that's why I feel, like, bad. And then we hung up. (laughs) I was like, did I do okay? Then I was like, we just got to call it. Like, do we want to spend our whole night doing this? I could have already replaced our toiletries. I just got to, like, come off the ledge here. And then I told Joe the story because I thought it was so funny. And he goes, you would never match my energy. And I was like, dude's right. I wouldn't. 
because I I would be like, mm, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, baby, do not talk to Chris like that. <laughs> and so he was really upset. So now I have to fucking ride for that motherfucker in public too. Can wow. you imagine what that's going to be like? And here I am making relationships healthier. <laughs> Are you? Is that the takeaway? Stand in your truth, mama. Oh my God. Or his truth. It's your it's your guys' simulation. I'm just an NPC in it. Today's podcast is sponsored by DoorDash, and we've all been there. You finish cooking your pancakes, but you're missing the maple syrup, or you just poured that cup of coffee and you realize you're out of creamer. Well, with DoorDash grocery delivery, you can get what you want when you want it, right when you need it. I know you've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered or DoorDash will make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them yourself. And if you want even more value, you can save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery fee on eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership. With easy substitutions right in the app and best-in-class customer support, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want it. So get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use code Ryland at checkout. Limited time offer terms apply that's 50 percent off up to a 20 dollar no minimum subtotal and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the doordash app in the app store and enter code ryland don't forget that's code ryland for 50 percent off your first order with doordash what's your update on the dog training i started dog training you did you went i went thank god she stopped messaging me about that i got there and all i thought to myself was like wow riley really needs this <laughs> oh. <laughs> i know and the internet thinks so too because like right Believe it or not, she's pretty well behaved, but like when she's jumping on the tables when I'm vlogging, I just like can't help but think it's so adorable so I don't stop her. So then they think it's how I am always. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, it's for the entertainment value. Just enjoy my cute ass puppy. <laughs> anyway, my dog is a gentleman now. Really? Just like that? There's no more pee in your house? No, he's still shooting and pissing <laughs> in the house. It was but one class that he did not attend. I only attended it. What, you went without him? Yeah, so the first class you go without your dog, and then you bring him They're to the second class. They're training you. Yes, they are. <laughs> wow. So it was interesting. Um, I, I, there was a lot taken away from it, and it's all positive reinforcement training, which really works for me. Um, because I couldn't stand telling that little baby no. Right. Um, so I went out. I've been living my life with treat, like a little treat bag on my hip. Mm -hmm. And um, like how you were doing with Riley, like you say her name. She looks at you, go, yes, and then give her a treat. Mm -hmm. So there it's uh, he knows that he's positively reinforced when his attention is on me. Yeah. Doing left hand training, le like left hip training. So right. before we go out on the walk, I just reward him every time he comes to my left hip. And then on the walk, he doesn't pull. Right. And he's a puller. That motherfucker is like, he's a puller. And I was doing that on the walk and I was like, oh, he's not a puller. And then the funnest part of the class is you have to socialize them. So you have to take them out into the world somewhere where there's like people and like other dogs and things. And you take a picture of them and talk about it at class the next week. Wow, the homework of it all. Yeah. So I took him to the pet store and we got him a better harness. And um, we were doing the positive reinforcement left side training in the store. Two different dogs came in and like the other dogs were barking and Icky was focused on me. Wow. I was like, you are a good boy. See, I've got to get back yes. on it too. I brought my little treat pouch from Colorado when we were there. I was like, I got to start up on this again because yeah. I do. I have the tools because I also went through eight sessions, which were as much for me as they were for Riley. Mm -hmm. um, but I just have to keep implementing them. It was funny though, because we were practicing the, the what's it called? The order of the treat reinforcement. Mm -hmm. So first it's you get the positive behavior from the dog. Then you say yes. Right. Then you give them the treat. So what they had all, all of us owners break into groups of two and they gave us treats and to practice on each other going, yes, and then putting the treat in the hand. And the guy that I was paired with couldn't do it. And I was like, is it my place to correct his behavior right now? And then I was like, no, it's not. Yeah, that was the big thing with my guy too is like, he, if I was doing it repetitively and then I like lost my rhythm, he'd be like, nope. You got to you got to stay on the beats yeah. of it because it's very crucial to their learning. Yeah. So we were doing like the, the person opposite you opens their hand. Yes. Then the treat. And the guy I was working with, I'd open my hand. He'd go, yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes. Like that. And I was like, mm, he's so nice, though. <laughs> Aren't they all? His dog's probably out of control because he's a narcissist. <laughs> Did you prank any bitches on April 1st? No. I feel like that's your holiday. I know. Me too. Wow. And you flopped. I really flopped. Did you, Chris? No. Of course, Chris did. 
No? Yeah, Chris told his boyfriend he was pregnant. No. <laughs> Did you prank anyone? No. I'm Did, not that kind of girly. Did you get pranked? No. I don't like pranks. Okay. That's weird. I thought you would. No, I mean, I don't mind a good bitch ass, but a prank really, like, I don't know. They seem mean. Right. Like, have you seen the TikToks where the, like, spouse runs in screaming that, like, a celebrity that you love has died? Oh, that's funny. No, I hate it. Oh, I think that's funny. It's so evil. You think that's evil? Yeah, I just don't like it. I mean, it is bad energy to speak that into the world, so I get it, but I also think that's, it's a little less harmful. I think that there are like really harmful ones that I don't like. All right. I couldn't think of an example right now, but I do think there are harmful ones. I uh, when I was younger, my friends trusted me with their Facebook passwords so that I could stalk people who had blocked me. And one <laughs> April Fool's Day, I think I went on Kate's Facebook page and posted a sonogram photo. That. And then I lost access to her password. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Was that you, Kate? call me the worst two weekends to be on social media are upon us coachella oh, Chella. aren't you so sick of seeing like, i think people are sick of going i'm burnt out like i can't even i can't and it's not even like the taylor thing it's not like i have fomo it's like the annoyance of it all it's not I just can't endure it again. last year we wanted to go for a minute i mean if somebody offers me tickets i'm gonna go but i don't have like fomo of watching the people's stuff i just it's like enough with the content of it all i just think it's not I mean, I don't know, because I love pageantry. I love dressing up. I love all of that. But I do feel like the people and the caliber of the event has really Dwindled. diminished. Maybe yeah. thanks to COVID. I don't know. Should we go? Yeah. We'll see you next week. <laughs> it's crazy how I can do like a 180 <laughs> on things so fast. Yeah. I can talk myself in and out of anything. Let's go. Chris, pack your bags. <laughs> and we're making five vlogs. We're going right now. Let's early. Go. I mean, if we were smart, we would have planned a... Po- you know me, though. Like, I can't plan anything. No, you can't. <laughs> and he won't even let you plan anything and not tell him you're Like, if it. we go to Coachella, it's going to be day off. I'm going to be like, Chris and Lizzie, are you guys ready to go? I'll be like, fuck it, let's And ride. if anyone says no, they're left out. Okay. Um, I guess we should get into some hot toppies. Oh, yeah. My favorite of the week is this Gwyneth trial. I know. I love that it's taken Gwyneth going on this ski trial for me to realize you are her. Thank you. I know the internet has <laughs> such varied opinions of her, mm-hmm. but I take that as a compliment. And if you hate me for that, I don't know what to tell you. He wishes you well. I wish you well. So the Gwyneth Paltrow ski trial ended in a positive conclusion for you goop girl. This guy was wiling out. His he was kids, tripping. I think, were at the forefront of being like, you need to do this. But then when uh, they brought up all of the traveling that he has done in the past three years since this ski accident with him being alive, well, and adventurous. I was just like, what are you doing? For those of you that haven't been following, Gwyneth Paltrow went on a ski trip with her family like six years ago or something, three years ago. And she had a collision with another skier during a ski class. And that skier then said he was horribly injured from the accident that was her fault and sued her for X amount of money. And she countersued him for $1 based on the principle of you ran into me and this is weird people extortion and she won that case this week and has had i felt the whole time i was like this bitch like her time is so valuable in terms of like where she puts it like she's running a huge company she's not going to take off all this time from work to go defend herself if she was in the wrong she would have just handed over the cash i also think that this is like it was great that taylor countersued for a dollar against the sexual i think it was maybe assault the guy actually touched her body and pinched her butt so i think that's assault and then um gwyneth countersuing for a dollar here i think the next step is like bitch sue him for his bag sue him for his fucking bag he came for yours come for his that's equality take his fucking money yeah and she could have quite honestly instead like fucking gwyneth paltrow walks out she like leans over him she goes i wish you well and that's on wellness Oh. that's on help that's the last thing she said to him and then he's such a weirdo he like went to the meeting he was like she was very nice she said i wish you well i said oh. so nice to meet you and we were like maybe gonna follow each other on tiktok and it's like no you're not oh this is not on the docket huh. but i was just reminded i've been wanting to talk to you about this you see courtney cox on tiktok fucking killing it uh, no but hasn't she always been no, Courtney Cox recently <laughs> took to TikTok. Oh, see, I had recent. I mean, I every once in a while stumble upon one of her reels on Instagram, and it's always like popping off. Oh, she's so funny. 
So if you're not following Courtney Cox on TikTok, what the fuck are you doing? So is there like following an user two eight two nine six zero three three five nine two seven eight nine? Hello. <laughs> Because that's me. <laughs> and if you want our tips and tricks about the Eras tour, There's I'll the link one that talk. TikTok in the description <laughs> section below. Um, no, so she's she's just funny. The first thing she posted was like, uh, "Okay, TikTok, let's do this." If I'm not too late, because now they're talking about turning TikTok off. Oh right. Um, and then she did a funny one where she went around and cleaned all of her friends' Hollywood stars, like on the Walk of Fame. <laughs> that's actually really good. Yeah, and then she did one where she's like looking at Instagram baddies, and she's like, "I want to look like that," and then does and is a baddie, like looks so hot. How can she come up with these concepts? I don't know. They look high produced though. <sighs> wow, you're over, you overthink it. You go too. That doesn't hard. seem too over. I mean, that those are like okay. She has very good ideas, and then are you saying they're like executed like with the support with of ease, a team, but like not with the support of a team? I would say. Okay, so that's still overthinking it. Like it's a production. It, no, they're simple. They're simple concepts here, but hilarious, super funny. I don't know that we should be doing this. Why not? Because it's like. <laughs> Because uh, I don't have internet service. Okay. <laughs> if I had the service, we'd be playing them here and now. <laughs> but I don't, so we're not. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, are any of these things something you need to talk about? Yeah, all of them. Okay. <laughs> Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart. Uh, do you guys know how hot that bitch is? Yeah. Did you? Did you? Yeah. Have you seen her I thirst traps? I saw the one. Uh, yes, I've seen them. It, the first one was like a year ago. She was like... It like in the pool, like laying back, like titties up, like lips pursed, looking <laughs> fucking hot and snatched. Like Martha Stewart is hot. And the funniest Ugh. thing about that, she was like, I was just in my pool and I was trying to take a photo of the landscape, but I opened the camera and it was on selfie mode. And I thought, damn, I look good. She did. So she was <laughs> like, I took the picture and posted it. And here we are. So now the headline is she plans to po post more thirst traps. Yeah. She's like, we're only getting started. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready, girls. <laughs> I just made a little Martha Stewart face if you're audio only. That's what that pause was. So nothing else? No, I thought that was great. That's the Taylor Swift TikTok. That is? Yeah. I mean, it's a... Okay, you don't know your own document? I mean, how would I remember what okay, that is? Okay, I was going to tell you. Tell me. Okay. So there's a story. Oh, I remember. <laughs> Okie dokie. So... One of the more notable Eras Tour news items is there was a couple who was going to go to the show and they were mugged and their phones were stolen. Pickpocketed. Pickpocketed. Is there a difference between the two? I mean, yeah, I guess. I feel like that's One's a, very a little bit more violent. Thing. Yeah, right. It's like a specific, <laughs> I'm going to steal your phone. One's more, like, maybe one's more traumatizing or inducing. Well, the pickpocketing, a lot of the time, I don't think you even know it happens exactly. until you go to grab your phone and you're like, Sometimes I feel like you could claim picket pocketing even if it's just your bad. <laughs> picket pocketing? Pocket picking? I don't know. Okay. I have a headache. I'm doing my best. Okay. I have a cough. I'm doing my best. So no anyway, these people were not mugged but picket pocketed. Okay. What is it? I don't know. We got to move on. This is like, <laughs> I'm bored. Anyway, they had their tickets on their phones and you cannot just take a screen grab of the ticket. You have to be logged into your Ticketmaster account and then to move it to another phone, you have to like actually use the device that you had and in the boy, first place. did we learn that the hard way. Well, boy, we did. But they called the police and they said, if motherfuckers show up in these seats, they're the ones who stole okay, our phone. No, you missed a thing. What? They went back to, okay, somebody steals the phone. Yeah. The people that lost their phone go back to their hotel. They call their phone from the hotel. Oh. They tell the people, well, there's really hot Taylor Swift tickets on there. If you don't show up to that, then you're stupid because they're non-transferable to a different phone. I doubt they seats. said that. That's a really obvious trap to and lay. So, they probably were like, give us our phones back, please. They have our Taylor Swift tickets on them. I mean, not with the guy said really so those thieves then show up in those seats the people call the police the police go and find the thieves in the seat with the phone yeah oh. and then the they're arrested and the couple is back at the taylor swift concert by the fifth song yes. which is fine because the first few songs for me weren't it jesus christ <laughs> yeah okay 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 What's this one say? AI. Something about AI. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we all know AI is taking the world by storm. All of the world's leading tech 
minds have signed a letter that are telling all AI companies like please pump the brakes this is too much too fast it's like going to take over humanity we're not necessarily specifically terrified of a Skynet situation but we are worried about losing humanity and jobs and blah 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 and blah 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 and ruin people, ruining people's livelihoods yeah ruining people's livelihoods on top of that there has been an influx in AI scamming so people will take your voice off of your social media postings or your vlogs or your podcasts that you post on the internet, get in touch with your loved ones and fake your voice and scam them for money in emergency scenarios. One of the ones I heard about was this mother and father get a call from their son that he's in jail. He's facing gnarly charges because he was a drunk driver that hit a pregnant woman and she lost the pregnancy and it's going to be $50,000 to bail him out of jail. And in order to do that really quickly, they have to get the money and then give it to a person that's coming to the house to get it. Mm-hmm. And they're positive this is their son. They, they get it together really quickly. Someone comes like they said they would and collects the money to get the bail. Their son was never in a situation like that. Their son was at work the entire time and the money's gone. Because the AI is so advanced, it can mimic and replicate voices to a T. And that's like one example. I mean, the ways that criminals could use this on so many scales is insane. And I was reading that they're targeting a lot of like older parents mm-hmm. or like grandparents and they, I would fall, they for, fall this. for it like you call yeah. uh, somebody's grandma and you're like hey sis guess what's going on mm-hmm. and they're like oh my gosh yeah and I, I think the moral of the story is if you get a call from a loved one now and it's not from their personal phone number you hang up and call their personal phone number immediately after and you qu- and you make and if they don't like don't act on anything rapidly nothing's ever that serious nothing ever needs to be responded to that quickly that's like a clear indication of a scam. If someone's like, no, it's mm-hmm. got to be right now and it's this much and it's right now because they're even doing it on a like a grander scale with like hundreds of millions of dollars from banks, Whoa. convincing banks to transfer money, pretending to be the CFOs of these banks, the like banks, crazy people shit. People will go to scam people. It's like y- you could spend when all I that heard that energy. one, I thought maybe I should. Oh, it stupid. feels like a victimless crime. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Did you see the card? I guess uh, season three of the Kardashians is coming. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Like the trailer is felt like nothing, but I'm going to watch it. Okay. <laughs> what did you think? The same thing. Yeah. I was like, it's giving, whoa, 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 whoa. It's giving nothing. What are you doing? You is don't care the, about Chris Hemsworth? It just seems a little dark. I think it's sweet. Okay. Did you read about Chris Hemsworth this week? So Chris Hemsworth apparently took a genetic test and found that he's predisposed to Alzheimer's and that there's a high likelihood that he'll suffer from Alzheimer's later in his life. And as a result of such, he's started... He's decided that what's more valuable to him and his time is uh, being with his family and his wife. And so he's started taking certain measures to either combat the Alzheimer's or to, you know, sort of in an ess- in essence, like 50 first dates himself. Like they're doing a lot of recording of oh. big moments so that there's videos of it that he can watch back and all of these things. But he's finishing. He's decided that he's not retiring He's finishing out his contractual obligations and then taking less jobs to spend more time at home. And I think that that's kind of sweet. That is beautiful. And when you are faced with any health scare or life altering situation, it is like a you got to reevaluate and think, well, why am I here and what's the purpose for everything? Yeah. Um, And what kind of genetic testing was that? I don't know. Wow. Yeah. That is a hard thing to deal with because it's not immediate and you don't know when. So it's like this will it and but I guess it's never too early to start living like a better life. I mean, that there's so many songs about it. Live like you were dying. Sounds just like that. (laughs) Um, Oh, did you add this this morning? What? Uh, something about Katy Perry? I did add something about Katy Perry this morning. Would you like to know about it? Yeah, I guess. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. So did you know that Katy Perry is working on a tiny little TV show called American Idol? Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, so she's doing that. I saw a clip of her, like, crying. <laughs> who didn't? <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was a woman on the show who's, like, 25 years old and has, I think, like, three kids back at home. And um, a comment was made... Like, I think the contestant said something like, I'm laying it all on the table or something. And Katy Perry, knowing that this woman has a bunch of children, she said, girl, I think you've laid on the table enough or something like that. (laughs) And the woman felt like shamed by it. I might be wrong about the details of what the joke was. This is what I've garnered from the article I read this morning. But um, it it went, the moment went viral as Katy Perry mom shaming. 
Oh my gosh. And then the woman of this last week on the show quit the show. She said, and Katie begged her to say, Katie was like, you got a yes. You might get another yes. Like doors are opening for you. Like being a part of being a mom. Why would she jeopardize her own future to give her kids a better life? She, the contestant said, I know I'm probably going to regret this when I get home, but like my little ones and they're little, my little ones need me. And I feel like it's too selfish for me to stay on the show. Like I'm going home. So it's not in direct response. To no, Katie's it's not comment. in direct response. Oh, to okay. Comment. I was like, why no. would she? But she's like, yeah, I, I want to go home and be with my children. And Katy Perry was like, a big part of motherhood is self-love too. like stay for yourself. It's a great example for your kids and like all this stuff. And the woman went home. Well, I also think in everything you're a better you if your cup is full like sometimes getting out of the house or going to the gym or going to get lunch with a friend revitalizes you in a sense to like come home and be a better you to be more present for your kids to work to be better at your job you know yeah i wholeheartedly believe in that i like in uh something that i say and try to remind myself of is i need to fill my cup so that i can share the overflow wow i do love that yeah, even like, I did not come up with it. Uh, right, but it is, it's still a good sentiment. <laughs> yeah. And I think like even something silly like us, like last minute running to Vegas, it like helps like re-inspire. Like, I'm know. definitely inspired, but I do think we're both dying. Well, definitely. <laughs> we like, are a mess. There's some uh, definite repercussions. Yeah, we're like, my, I'm unwell. Like I've been unwell all week. My schedule is all off. I haven't, I've like still not started setting timers to wake up on my phone. I'm like, whenever I do, I need a rest. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like that kind of, like last week, obviously, if you listen to the podcast, I was like a little like dragging my feet about some certain things. And I just feel like sometimes you got to get out of your own way and yeah. just be like, because for a second, I just wanted to like wallow in whatever. And mm-hmm. now I'm like back on like, oh, let's be a problem solver. Yeah, let's, let's solve go. all the problems. Let's, let's go, do girls. all the things. Yeah. Let's go, girls. I sent two unsolicited outreach emails for myself this morning. Good for you. Thank you. Do you want to elaborate? Um... No. No. Okay. Well, so <laughs> Oh, I will. I will. I, so mm. I I'm uh I am notorious for reaching out and have like I do it shamelessly and but I spiral with shame after I do it and nine times you've seen me do it here. Like I've I've spiraled about the embarrassing shit I've sent via email in front of you guys. And I do think that it is good and commendable to reach out on your own behalf. And if you're not getting the responses you want, uh tweak your approach so this weekend i have a girlfriend who works on 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 the side of reaching out where she gets reached out to a lot Mm -hmm. so she was like all right let's edit your approach because my approach is like i want a baby and i'm scared that i'm gonna be poor help me (laughs) and she's like say none of that don't say any of that and i'm like oh okay what do i say she's like well keep it very short she said if i get an email from someone reaching out to me and i have to scroll to read the whole thing i won't read any of it she's like keep it short two sentences boom so i was like okay she's like and ask for what you want immediately it's implied when you're reaching out to somebody who's someone's like their job is so specific that obviously you're reaching out because of what they do Mm -hmm. you don't need to tell them that they know right so one of the ones i sent was just sort of like want to grab lunch yeah, huh. and then the other one was uh, she because it's a person that I don't know as as well, and she was like, just you know, flattery is good, so flatter this woman in your own voice. So I did, and then you know, say, can I take you to lunch? Yeah, and I think that's good. Then if you get the person at lunch, there's more time to elaborate on what it is you want to do yeah. because you can never convey that in an email. I'm also like, you got to just take on the mindset of Chris Jenner if you're getting yeah. no. You're asking the wrong person. Yeah. And you got to change your approach mm-hmm. and you got to do some workarounds and you got to yeah. figure out a way to make it happen. This first. Well, let's get into some advice, though, because we're segueing right into she titled this advice for a business bitch, please. Ooh. Hi, Ryland and Lizzie. Happy to. Se- oh, this was in December. Sorry, girl. <gasps> I recently became a manager at a waxing salon, which was my five year plan for me four years ago. So congratulations on hitting your goals. Hit the thingy. Oh. Yellow. And I've been struggling with balancing out work life and social life. I focus so much on work and that's one of my biggest downfalls. I don't know how to balance the two. I've been single for way too long, LOL, and need to find time to get out there. What do you guys feel like has helped you balance your work and social life, um, social outside life? Um, Love the pod, by the way. Always love laughing after a day of work. So congratulations, dude. Yeah. 
That's epic. And I think now that you've reached your milestone, you have the position, you're comfortable-ish, I'm assuming, at your job. I think you need to prioritize the time to go do stuff for yourself and have it be non-negotiable. Like, I'm not working Friday night or Saturday night and I'm going out, I'm making plans. You're not just going to like sit on your couch because you had a long work day. Mm -hmm. You're going to like make an attempt to go out and have a life. Yeah, uh, for me, I make my schedule set. So, and I've only recently fully adapted to it. It took me a long time to actually accomplish my goal of not working at all on weekends. And since I, I, so like now I have a very set schedule. Like I work Monday through Friday from 9 till 4 p.m. And if I don't finish my goal for the day, and I write down my goals for the day. If I don't accomplish my goals for the day, I will will finish my goals for the day if it means going after 4 p.m. But I don't uh, work late into the evening if I don't have to. And I do not work on weekends unless my husband asks me to. Right. And that and when you stopped working on weekends, because I had stopped, I'd say like a few months before you, like there was one time where we could only make a podcast work on a weekend. And I was like, I'm so overworked right now. I just need the weekend. And you're like, fine. Like we just had like, yeah, OK. And then once you started doing it, too, you were like, oh, my gosh, what is oh, this? Oh, my God. Life? I remember the first weekend where I had nothing to do. And I was like, <gasps> what? And obviously not everyone <laughs> is in a position to be able to like take weekends no. specifically off but like you like you you do it you cannot do your job if it's again if your cup is fucking empty you cannot help anyone around you and your cup needs to be full for you to do your job i'm assuming her as a manager of a salon you have a lot of like hourly employees that are maybe calling out or texting you while you're off or there's all of these things but i think you need to implement a system where like maybe one of your assistant managers is on call for one of your like your two-day off sessions Mm -hmm. or like you've got to put a system in place you got to be like effective at work so that when you're off of work you can go find and have a life. Mm -hmm. I think you just have to actually prioritize it. Yeah. And um, what helps me is I set alarms. So I have an alarm that goes off at four o'clock every day uh, to remind me like, oh, I'm done. I also have a really hard time focusing and my job doesn't include a lot of other people. So I have also started doing a thing where I'll set, uh, because I'll find myself blacking out and I'll look down at my phone. I'll be like, oh, fuck, how long have I been scrolling through TikTok instead of writing? Mm -hmm. So I set timers for every 30 minutes and it actually really helps me focus better because oftentimes the alarm goes off and I just set it again immediately because I'm in the middle of a flow. Or if I have zoned out and picked up my phone, I stop and put it down and then go back to my work and I become a lot more productive in that way I also make sure that I take a lunch break for at least 30 minutes and then go back to my work and um, setting these alarms so that my brain's not constantly thinking about what time it is really helps me accomplish what needs to be done so that I'm not thinking about it at the end of the day yeah And writing down the goal for the whole week, knowing what your objective is. Like my long-term goals this week, I speak out loud to another writer. I say like, I want a draft of this done and I want to put my notes on the page for this other thing. And the girl tells me her plans for that week too. So like, if you don't have a friend, have a journal, write it down. And then have your daily goals as well. So that you, and those daily goals well, need to get you to yours your Yours is more goal. inside work. You could flop this though for Oh, I'm saying like, yeah, for outside of work. Like my goal this week is to reach out to five people on, Bun- on Bumble that I like and talk to them for 30 minutes every day. Right. So, but like setting those things on your schedule, writing your goals down, setting a timer like, oh, I decided I was going to go on Bumble at like five o'clock in the afternoon. I'm going to go on Bumble at five o'clock because I've set a timer to go off to do so. Yeah. And it's... It's interesting because like you're looking for a relationship. I like this is kind of a sidebar, but I was watching this video about like a friendship recession and it's basically just talking about how loneliness is so bad for you. And I think because people get so comfortable like scrolling on social media, they're not like out there making real friends or real relationships. It's harder to like forge a romantic relationship or even a friendship because it takes work on both sides. Mm -hmm. Like both people have to like continue to invest and put yourself out there. And it puts you in this vulnerable position because if I'm as an adult being like, oh, like let's hang out, let's hang out. It's vulnerable because I'm like wanting to hang out because I need a friend or I need to find a relationship. But I think for this woman, like you have to prioritize like maybe being a little uncomfortable as well Mm -hmm. outside of work to find that better more fulfilling life and I did yeah I thought it was interesting that he was just saying like loneliness is so stigmatized and loneliness is also so damaging on your health like 
to the point that it could be the equivalent of smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Yeah, I think it's like for me, it's a it's a mind it's a mind shift. So I used to think if I 100 percent prioritize my professional goals, I will achieve them. But then you realize like, wait, once I achieve these dreams, what does your life mean? What is my yeah, like what 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 does that matter? So I I think of it in terms of like the apocalypse, right? The world ends tomorrow. I can't do my job anymore because nobody needs me to. What do I have then to live for in my life? And for me, the honest answer is the group and community of people I have around me. Like I look at my laundry list of fucking homies and I'm like, damn, I love these people. And if I couldn't do what I love that I find to be a part of my purpose every day, I would still be satisfied trying to survive with these people. I'd say you more than most people have a lot of close friends. I just love people. I love these people. Mostly I'm like, why do you guys like me? Like you're so great. I don't know. I do love, I do, I love my friends. Yeah. 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 Um, so this was kind of going off last week, which is why I picked it. But she just said, I would really love to hear your general advice on developing your communication skills, mm. whether it be in romantic relationships or friendships. I've noticed that Lizzie is genuinely very good at communicating when you're having deeper conversations. Uh, she says kind of, uh, she says the kind of lines a therapist would talk about. I'm someone who finds it difficult to set boundaries or point out if someone has hurt my feelings, I'm worried it would be bitchy and sensitive of me. Oh, Thank you for that comment. I that's I I use a lot of slogans that I hear from other people, so I'm just regurgitating stuff that smarter, more well-adjusted people have said to me. Um, but I do think that you need to first uh, make it okay for yourself because I used to be in really damaging relationships where I had no boundaries and my emotional secure. I valued my emotional security as less than those around me, and I would compromise my comfort to preserve somebody else's comfort. Well, and if like honestly, I have less super close friends because I have such a high standard for myself. And yeah. I think that has come over time being like I am in a lot of ways communicative of when something doesn't sit right with me, when it doesn't feel good, and I think you reach an age where you're like I can't deal with all the bullshit. Yeah. And I do think you also have to, if you care about someone in your life, you need to be constantly communicating with them and learn how they respond to the world, how they respond mm -hmm. to you, how how sensitive they are, how they communicate. Like that was a big hurdle in Shane and I's relationship. We process things and information so different. Mm -hmm. For So for us, if we had an argument to get on the same page, we really had to learn how to communicate effectively with one another. Mm -hmm. Because even if I'm screaming something at him that I think is so blatantly clear, he's not receiving it in the same way that I'm giving it. Mm -hmm. So it is about like caring about the people in your life enough to learn how to communicate with them. Yes, and also acting in a way that you have to believe that your boundary is not a problem because it's not. Having boundaries is not a problem. Expressing your boundaries is not a problem if you're doing it uh, appropriately. Screaming a boundary is not appropriate. Being out of control emotionally and expressing a boundary is not appropriate. The point is that you... It can be scary because you think that uh, because you're afraid of losing someone, you're afraid of offending someone, you're afraid of all these things, but then you're living your life motivated by fear. And when you're doing that, you're just going to find yourself constantly taken advantage of because nobody and people might not be intentionally taking advantage of you, but you've never made clear your needs in a situation. So the first thing you have to accept is that it is normal and fair for you to have boundaries and needs and that your emotional security is of value and your emotional security does not impact somebody else's. It is hard to create a boundary with somebody who you've never had boundaries with though. Like, oh, I will absolutely. Give you that. I've had relationships where people would be like, Lizzie, you don't have to do that. And I'd be like, yes, yes, I do. I, I have to do that. And it's like, well, no, the fuck you don't. Like you're not in a back in a black like but a dark alley someone doesn't have a switchblade to your throat your anxiety is telling you that because you're in a toxic relationship with somebody who's not treating you right and losing that relationship is okay and they're comfortable losing bad relationships and there's going to be some turmoil if you have you've always done like bent over backwards for somebody and then you just one day stop like if you don't tell yeah. them like hey 
I've really decided like I need to create like some boundaries for myself because I'm not feeling healthy in my own personal life. So I need to make sure I'm taking care of myself. If you don't have a conversation like that and all of a sudden you stop, they are going to be like, what? Yeah. And I think that the people who ask what and hear that you're trying to set boundaries and change your life and uh, applaud it. Great. The people who aren't okay with it, let them go. You're not going to, if you have to convince somebody that your emotional security is of value, they're never going to value your emotional security. They I gotta agree. Go. That person has got to go. But I'm yeah. also saying like, you kind of have to inform people like, oh, I'm setting this. Oh, absolutely. Because they're going to be like, well, I've walked all over you for years and now you're just ghosting me. It's like. Oh, and it's, and it's not about the other person's response to it. It's about you taking back your power. You only have power if you articulate it. I am not going to pick up my phone after 7 p.m. I know that in the past I've been available at that time. That don't that no longer works for me. I will take all business calls before 7 p.m. and none Perfect. after. Yeah. You have to say it. These people aren't going to infer it. And you also, you can't be, that's you not acknowledging the power of your emotional value. So if you're not going to articulate it, no one's going to fucking know about it. You're still living in fear because you're not communicating it. You have to openly communicate it, agree that it's okay and important to do so, and do it in a co coherent, non-explosive way. Because when you're exploding, nobody hears it anyway. Yeah. Amen, sister. My head hurts so bad, bro. All right. Well, let's all go <laughs> take on the world. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the podcast. We'll be back here next week. Make sure you're following all of us on Instagram. By the time this goes live, Shane has a new main channel video out. Ooh. Lizzie has a new vlog where we go to Vegas and see Taylor Swift. Shh. Don't get FOMO. Just enjoy. <laughs> Just enjoy. Yes. Um, Chris is on Instagram. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye. And, and that's, that's the sit. <sighs> Toodles. Toodle ears.